Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Grown Man Watch Kitchen. It's me, TJ, and I'm here with the one, the only, my favorite co-host, Jordan. How's it going? Oh, that was sweet, man. I'm just blowing in the wind at it again, you know. Hey, guess what? What? Jumanji. Not just Jumanji. This is yeah. Junemanji. Junemanji. I, I, I love it. I uh, Yeah, so welcome, uh, uh, listeners, one and all, to a very special month here at uh, uh, Groman Watch Kitchen. It is all Jumanji, all the time. We should clarify, it's everything that is within the Jumanji universe, because we're also watching Zathura, and Zathura is within the Jumanji universe. Yes, thank you for that clarification. Something that I didn't even know uh, uh, going into this. Yeah, they're but, both based off of books. Oh man, based off of books and it's 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 a it's it's a layered layered world. Yes, no, thanks for clarifying. We're not going to be talking about just the one Jumanji movie the entire month of June. That would, that would no, be, uh, be fucking boring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. So, but uh, yeah, so we're excited to to, to bring you guys Jumanji. Uh, so yeah, that starts. So starting uh, with this episode, so the original Jumanji from '95. Wasn't there some like uh, uh, animated TV series? You never watched Jumanji the cartoon? Uh, maybe if I did, it was at daycare. I don't remember. But, they could go um, inside the game at will, basically. Oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, we're not going to be talking about that. Maybe we'll talk about that as it as it. No, comes we won't to talk it, about. So. It. I don't remember enough about it. You didn't watch it, so. Well, there you go. All right. Uh, so we have Jumanji, uh, start, starting with the original Jumanji with Robin Williams that we're talking about today. And then, uh, like TJ pointed out, we have a Zathura, a space adventure. And then the episode for that is going to be Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. And Ow. then uh, finishing it all up with Jumanji, the next level. Oh. Um, this one being about... For those of you who don't know, Jumanji is about a board game that essentially fucks your day up. Uh, so we'll get to that when we get to the plot of the movie. But board games, TJ, did yes. you or did you not fuck with board games as a kid? I, I fuck with board games now. I fuck with board games <laughs> then. Here's the thing. Here's the funny thing about Jumanji. Huh. Uh, I... Uh, actively <laughs> oh god this is super embarrassing my friend sam bless her heart if she's listened to this she knows exactly who who she is she's probably not listening to this but in, in um elementary school when this movie came out she convinced me <laughs> you already know where this is going mm-hmm. that this mm-hmm. shit was real and like as a dare she's like i dare you to go buy it and so, like, I remember buying Jumanji and being like, this shit gonna fuck up my life. I'm here for it. Uh, obviously, that didn't happen. But, no, I fucked with board games. I thought, you know, Mousetrap was my shit. 
Yeah, we don't need to talk about that. You don't like Mousetrap? I remember, I, I I could never set it up right. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Which is you. which? Honestly, is indicative. <laughs> which is indicative of a larger thing that I'll talk about later. But yeah, um, Mousetrap was my shit. Clue was my shit. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, mystery on mystery uh, of on haunted manor. Um, what else? Uh, God, what else is there? Uh, you know what? I did play that mall madness game and oh, I also yeah. also played the the dating phone game. Like, I remember that. Uh you know there were signs no one picked up on them. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh board games were my shit, but the the issue was so a lot of my friends were outdoor friends, right? Like there were, you know there were three types of friends. There were stay inside and play video game friends, right? right. There were outdoor friends and then there were board game friends. I had no board game friends, but I owned board games. So I would play them by myself in my room. I'd just play all. I'd, I'd be like, I'm going to be three players today. Oh, you'd be all the people. I'd be all the people. Mm-hmm. So I always won. Ooh, yeah. I was a game of, I was a game of life person. <clears throat> um, just get, Hey, fuck that split level. Give me that split level. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, hate Monopoly. I could, yeah, the Monopoly, that, that that takes way too long. Um, Kim and I recently got into, uh, on her Switch, she has like the, the, the video game version of, of Monopoly that has like the themed boards and stuff. That one ain't, ain't too bad because it, it, it speeds along. But yeah, uh, Monopoly is kind of notorious for being really long and for like breaking up fucking families and shit, you know? Yeah, I mean, there was there was always a point where you're like, first off, you you have all these property. Like, if you got four railroads and you got mm-hmm. the blues, fuck you, you win. Just I just give away my like, yeah. screw it, you know. Um, I I I don't understand, but I also don't understand why people who know how Monopoly does them, like how it you know pulls up their ire and just makes them, why they'd be like. Yo, I have Jordan. You and I have played games. Yeah, we've never played a board game. Oh, we playing games. <laughs> oh, we playing game. Oh, that, no. we've never played a board game. That being said, no. uh, the board game that I would bring to you would never be Monopoly. It would be a cooperative thing because I don't think you and yeah. I, you like, I love you to death. I think that you and I, the second that became competitive, mm-hmm. motherfucker, it'd be cutthroat. We'd yeah. be like. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's the thing, man. Like, uh, so many board games. Like, what is that one? Um, Settlers of, of of Catan, is that mm-hmm. what it is? Man, I one time had this dude ask me, he goes, hey, you want to play Settlers, Settlers of Catan with me? And I'd never heard of it before. And, and he was just like, uh, uh, fair warning, I get really competitive and I turn into kind of an asshole. Uh, and so I was like, I no. I sit down and play yeah, with you, No, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do that. Um that's the thing with me and, and board games, man. Like I never really fucked with them as a kid, to be honest. Like my, my, my parents weren't, weren't really big board game people. We were never like, okay, let's gather around Yahtzee. <laughs> like we were never really like, Oh, that. I love Yahtzee. I forgot about Yahtzee. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, yeah. I don't consider Yahtzee a board game though. Well, and that's, yeah. And that, 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 that's interesting because, um, you know, yeah, there's Yahtzee. It, it has like, you know, the dice and the, and, and the cup and stuff. Games like that. 
I was like, oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, like, like these are kind of cool, but like the, the setting up the board and like, okay, the rules and here's your, I didn't have the fucking patience for it, dude. And I don't think I still, still to this day, I'm like, fucking dude, I'm bored. Like I'd rather watch my laundry dry than like, listen to someone like explain rules and shit like that. I just like to kind of go, I just, I, again, I just, I just don't have the patience for it, but stuff like Yahtzee, it was all right. I remember my grandma was really into Yahtzee. I did, I did play guess who. Cause that's just quick. guess. Guess you know what well, I mean? Guess who? Okay, uh, okay. I don't know if you can count that as a board game. Though. What about Battleship? Yeah. See that because that stuff's real quick. We can set that, set that, set that piece up, and, and just kind of do our thing. Uh, Kim and I went to some giant. It was like this big toy exhibit. I can't remember. They had this giant battleship that you could sit and play. So we were fucking with that for a while. Stuff like that Y'all is all right. Take me see, nowhere. Would you? <laughs> would you? <laughs> Would you would you consider would you consider that uh, a board game though? Uh, yeah, I would because there's a board and there's rules and stuff like that. I would absolutely consider Battleship a board game. Uh, the one that I question is like is Connect Four a board game? Yeah, see, I don't know. Or is it I've, just vertical checkers? Uh, well, I mean, in uh, a way, I, I don't yeah, know. different rules, but yeah, I, I wouldn't um, consider Jenga a board game. Oh, Jenga! See, I love Jenga, and that, that's what I mean. It's like. It is a like, block activity. Yeah, <laughs> it's a block activity. I, oh, uh, I like higher. I, like, I can sit when someone says we're going to play a board game. It's like we're going to lay out a fucking board and we're going to have pieces and we're going to move them around and and, and all this kind of stuff. So, so, like you've ne- so you've never, so you've never fucked with a legacy game, then? No, no. You know what those are? Uh, um, no. <laughs> okay, so okay, you've heard of pandemic. You've heard of the game pandemic, right? No. Which is super. Oh, okay. Pandemic is this cooperative board game where uh, you each basically have different uh, specialties and like science or transportation and all this other stuff, and you are basically racing a virus around the world to try to stop it from from overtaking mm-hmm. the population. I actually started a game of pandemic legacy last uh january which you know very apropos we didn't play it again because uh, we're like this feels too real look at you but, you saying apropos look at me uh <laughs> it's like i'm a writer or something <laughs> um but uh legacy games are this thing where uh you play over multiple sessions so like Pandemic Legacy, you play over a year, so you play over 12 different sessions. But at the end of each session, the rules actually change based on what happened. Like, So, like, let's say we're playing Pandemic Le- Legacy and we lost North America to the virus, right? As we start the next ses- uh, session, North America is still lost and there's some additional rules because we lost North America. So, it be- so you mm-hmm. can absolutely lose the game. The thing with Legacy games are, and this is about to piss you off, get ready to be mad. These games are normally about... I would say the cost about video games, 60 to $70, right? But here's the thing with them. After you finish them, after you finish all 12 sessions, you can never play that game again. Fucking why? <laughs> because you have, you have, because you've permanently changed. Like there are times where they, they're like, oh, because you did this, take this card and rip it up. Or because you did this, like scratch this out because you did this, you can't do. And so like you, you actively destroy the game sometimes as you go through. Yeah, fuck, fuck a bunch of that, dude. I, I, <laughs> no, I couldn't. I, You'd be stressed out, wouldn't you? Yeah, dude. Yeah, I, uh, you know that. Just I don't. I mean, here's the thing. I'm not trying to. Not, it just it it just ain't for me. But stuff like that, like tabletop games, 
stuff like that. It's like, I look at that as like, I kind of equate that to like when you get high for the first time, you want to be around a bunch of people that like you trust, you know what I mean? And like, no one's going to, no one's going to fucking mess with you. No one's going to like call the cops. No one's going to do anything like that. It's like, you know, I could do something like that, like around people. I trust people that'll kind of, you know, guide me through it or whatever, be the, be the Sherpas of the, of the mountain as it were. But yeah, man. So legacy, I just, when you said legacy game, I was like, no, I like, I've never, I I, I thought it was called like legacy, like, like the no. title legacy. It's a whole, it's a, it's a whole like entire that. genre of board. Oh games. yeah. Here's no. the thing. I think that, but here's the thing. I think that you're constantly playing a legacy game when you're playing video games. But yeah, I can keep playing that shit. You know, I know, but the, but but you know things have changed. Just be returnal, not trying to brag or anything. Just be returnal. You know what I mean? Whatever. Oh, don't <laughs> care about that shit. <laughs> um, Anyways, well, but what I'm saying is that I I honestly think that let's say we let's say I lived within 15 minutes of you, we would okay. have a legacy game and we would play the shit out of that, and you would enjoy it. I yeah. think that the initial concept of it, of you being like, what do you mean I can't look at this card no more? What do you mean that I can't scratch off this thing to see what happened? Like, mm-hmm. that would bug you because I also know yeah. you're a completionist. Yeah. But I think that it would be good for you, just like the first oh. time you get – just because <laughs> it would force you to release. Yeah, okay. See, now you sound like – see, you sound like you're trying to get me high for the first time. And, like, you're one of the one of the select few that, like – if I mean there isn't going to be no first time ever again, but if there was going to be a first time for me getting high, I'd be like, he, he's he, he's one of the he's one of the people that. You know, oh, thanks. But uh, you, you mentioned Jenga and and all, like Jenga, I, I love stuff like that. I love. Um, mm-hmm. I and like I remember I've, uh, I got into Ouija boarding. For, that sounds like a water sport. I got into Ouija board for a while. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, no. Has it ever been no. ref- has it ever been phrased like that? No. Hey, you want to go Here's Ouija the boarding? The second that you said a water sport, my mind went to the wrong place. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, all right, Trump. He Ouija he Ouija he Ouija boarded me, you know, and shit like that. <laughs> um, I, I Ouija boarded too for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because There's the Bone Thugs and Harmony album had a Ouija board incantation. Yeah. 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 No, man. I, I, I wanted I wanted I wanted to I wanted to fuck with the devil like hard. You know what Something I mean? Something fucking um, wrong with you. Jesus I was, Christ. Dude, wh- man, and I feel really bad. I remember one time TJ, I got this necklace from like a from like a James Avery or something. And I never, I never took, man, my mama hears this. She's going to, she's going to, sorry, mom, if you're, if you're listening, but I got this, it was, it was a little cross necklace and I was really into Buffy, the vampire slayer. You remember, remember that mm-hmm. show? And like, I was in like junior high and me, me and my buddies who are on the show would walk around pretending to be, oh yeah, we're fucking, we're hunting demons and shit. You know, we're, we're trying to, we're trying to, trying to chase that, chase that demon and shit. And they're just making up all these sorts of little things. And, and I and I tried to like conduct a seance at his house, and I used that necklace and stuff like that. And for like years, I felt so guilty. I mean, it was like a Yankee candle that was like cinnamon apple scented or something like that. And we just laid the thing down. <laughs> the spirits so, are like, mm, apple yeah, yeah. Mm. So, but I was I was I was into all that all all that shit for a minute. And I remember, man, I would fuck with the Ouija board every now and again, like throughout junior high, high school stuff like that. And I remember one time, this was uh, early college. I I'd come back home. And I got, I think I was on like my third Ouija board. I don't know why. Hold Maybe up. I just, so, I so you like actively hard. went out and bought different I just, Ouija boards. It was one of those things where it's like, I, I liked having things like, when we talk about Jenga, 
you know, uh, I, I, I remember I did have this giant checkers rug that you could play checkers on. I'd bust stuff like that out at parties. And I was, I'd be at Walmart or whatever the fuck. And I'd look at that oh, Ouija board, you know, they were like 15 bucks. something like that. It'll be kind of funny to bust this out. But it was just kind of one of those things, you know? So for some reason, I don't know why there was always like a Ouija board on hand, ready to, <laughs> ready to Ouija and shit. And uh, not anymore. I don't, I don't, I don't have any Devil with you. <laughs> so, Devil with you. Yeah. And so I, I, I came back home and I, and I had the Ouija board. I came back home for like winter break or something. I had, and I had the Ouija board and, and all, all me and all, all my friends got together and stuff in my backyard at my mom's house. And, and we were doing the Ouija together and, and, you know, I don't even have to tell you, like I fucked with everybody who, who put their fingertips on that. Thing. Of course you fucking did. You know, and, and I can't remember the exact questions cause we were, we were drinking and having, a, having a good time and stuff. And, and basically I got it to where we were all talking to this, this spirit of like this dude named Edward who fucking killed his family or something like that. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and well, how do you get to that point? This dude, uh, what's your name? Edward. <laughs> yeah. Have you murdered anyone? <laughs> yes. I can't, was it yeah. your wife? <laughs> yes. Was it your children? Yeah. Yes. You well, just the asked trick very is, specific questions. The trick is, if you're going to jack with people with a Ouija board, you don't make it, you make it to where they take what, what they want out of it. So like the word family, for example, you don't spell the whole word. You spell so it's fam. like, it's like, bam, you know, and shit like, or like, you know, shit or like F A L Y, you know what I mean? You kind of do that stuff and like, Oh shit. Cause if you do it straight up on the letter, people are going to know your job. Oh, okay. So you got to let your ghost be dyslexic and hooked on phonics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're, we're fucking with them dumb kids, you know what I mean? And so, and so, and so he's like, he's like, what? If for some reason, this dude who I'm not going to name here, um, he was like, what did you use? And we were like, why is that important? He goes, I don't know. I just want to know. And I made him. I made the board say axe, and then someone else said like, who's axe? And then I made the board say yours. And at that point, I'd never seen someone flip a board. You know, like I'd seen it in a movie and a TV show or whatever. I've never seen it. Granted, it was a Ouija board. So it was like just when he flipped it, it was the most anticlimactic board flip ever. There weren't no pieces to fly around. It was a little cracker ass triangle. He's like, get like, the shit away yeah, from me. Yeah, he's like, eh, flipping it and stuff. <laughs> Can you and do that sound like, one more time for me? Eh, you know? <laughs> so he flipped it and he, and, I, and, and, he, and he got up and he started yelling. He goes, that's why I don't fuck with this shit. You know, fuck y'all. I'm out and stuff like that. And I never told him that I was kidding. Like I never told him that it was me. And like I need to tell him. And maybe he listens to this. If if you're listening to this, first off, I'm sorry. Second off, he ain't sorry. You know, no, no, no one's ever sorry for having fun. He ain't sorry. So fucking sitting here smiling. I'm looking at him. I will tell you right here, right now. Hey, tell the truth. Shame the devil. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so, I, that, so uh, you know, since. I, uh, my friend, uh, uh, I'll say her name. Her name is Sarah. Mm-hmm. My friend, Sarah, uh, I would spend all the time at Sarah's house and we were convinced that Sarah's house was haunted to the point where one night we were drinking and obviously, you know, we're drinking, we see shit, we're in high school or whatever, but we see this, uh, I see this ghost pass by in the other room. Right. And, mm-hmm. uh, I named the ghost Patricia, right. And the next morning I tell her dad, I say, Oh yeah, you know, I saw this ghost in your house. Her name was Patricia. And her dad stands up quickly, looks at me straight in the face and says, don't ever say that name in this house ever again. And then yeah. leaves, leaves his 
own fucking house, right? And then Sarah's mom was all like, Patricia was the name of his little sister who died. Oh, shit. And I was like, there's no way I could have known that. But Sarah's all like, oh, this is too much, this is too much, this is too much. And Sarah hates Ouija boards to this day. Tell me why my little punk 17-year-old ass decided to sneak into her house with her mama's permission, buy a Ouija board, and set it on her bed. Just already oh, out. Man. She was like, yo ass can't come back here for a week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I was a little asshole. That's why. Like, oh, hey, I'm glad you bought me that so I can still communicate with you after I kill your ass. Okay. Oh, another board game I used to play was Othello. I used to play with Sarah all the time. Othello? Yeah. Is it like it's a like Shakespeare a, it's, game? No, it's like a pebble hopping game where you have black and white pebbles. You know, it, it, it's, it's, yeah, you'd have to see it. The box says, it, it says, uh, Quick to learn, a lifetime to master, you know, something oh, like geez. that. Yeah. I love that game. Why you got to hate on everything? <laughs> God, who pissing your Cheerios? We, oh, I, hey, Hi-Ho Cheerio. That was, that was a board game I used to play. Hi-Ho Cheerio, just Hi-ho like Cheerio. Ants in the Pants. Ants in the Pants. Oh, and what was that one? The Monkeys um, in the Barrel? Yeah, what was that one, TJ? Iceberg? The, the, the Icebreaker? Are you trying to read my mind? Like, uh, <laughs> shit. Let me ask the fucking question. Let me bust out a Ouija board. Let me, let me see what every it is. board game there is. I don't know. I'll get the right one. No, hold on. Let me. What's the, What's that oh, one with the to ball? To be seen and, and seen through. Yeah. What's that one with the ball and the sticks? And like you pull, it's like in a cylinder, and you pull the sticks out. Oh, lose your marbles or whatever. Is that what it was? And like whoever makes the ball fall, fucking whoever makes the marbles fall gets loses. That's right. Yeah, you got to go pick them up or something, shit like that. Oh, my mom really did like this game. It was called Hide and Thief. It was from when she was a kid, um, and it was like the board was like a neighborhood, huh? Oh, so you supposed to break into houses and shit? No, it's I, I honestly I can't. Remember. Oh yeah, yeah. No, you do. Uh, so the board is like a neighborhood, and it was one of those games where. Uh, you you're you're robbers and you're going to all these different houses and you lift up the different houses and there's certain little plastic bags of money under them. Whoever has the most money at the end of the game wins. But someone who doesn't get to play the game hides the little thief figurine under one of the houses. Hold up. So okay. So we talking about this is like it's like it's like thief versus thief, man. It's like fucking Ocean's Eleven and shit. That sounds okay. And, it, and if if you pick up the house with the thief, well, then you you lose. All you know what your this money. sounds like? This sounds like a way to to be like, mom, can you play with me? And the mom's like, yeah, I'll hide the piece, and then she fucking go do whatever the fuck she want to do while the kids actually play. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and you'd like Lord that game. because that was what? Yeah, that was one you can play by yourself. And you're like, who? I hope I don't get Ooh, the. Don't thief. play with me. Don't play with me. Don't hurt me like that. What? Well, you just don't said hurt. you play. You would play. Board I know, games but by you would, you don't have to bring up the fact. You uh, know what you would enjoy? Being by yourself again as a child. You know what's really great? It's isolation. <laughs> Solitaire TJ, what they called him. Hey, um, uh, uh, you know, they ain't called me nothing because no one was there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will say I will say that I never I never played the the Jumanji board game. Really? Yeah, I never I never did that. Honestly, it looks boring as shit. Here's the I mean, thing. Not, not the one in the movie. No, here's the thing. Because it is. Because there's nothing that can happen to you. It's, it's just, just like, go back to spaces. <laughs> move forward three. A monkey moved you back. Yeah, I mean, honestly, dude, it looks like Candyland. It's like it's like a jungle Candyland. 
It is. Which it Candyland, is. I will say this, my daughter has a Disney Princess Candyland game that we'll play. Mm-hmm. I don't mind Candyland because it's so it's it's like simple. We can bang out. Now you know what games. game will you know what game will lure you? Damn, you right there, Jack? <laughs> I don't know. Just so everyone knows, since I don't have plot this week, I decided to partake on the front half. You will not know what beer You've I'm been drinking, drinking since noon. I've been drinking. I haven't drank it. No, um, I have not been drinking since noon. Don't let this man lie to you. Uh, what I was going to say is shoots and ladders will fuck you up, though, because shoots and ladders is deceptively simple. And all of a sudden, motherfuckers like, ah, oh, no, here you go. It'll fuck you up. Wow. Yeah. Shoots and ladders will fuck you up. Oh, yeah. One of those uh, uh, easy to learn, hard to master. One of the one of those kinds. Of wow. <laughs> wow. I like Another the way you're trying, that, to, you're trying to come for me. Another thing that I don't fuck with tj is uh any kind of word games scrabble really banana pam pajama gram whatever the fuck well because like i don't (laughs) it's whatever the fuck that one's called (laughs) anything that's got a got a got tiles or letter nah fuck it dude i don't because every single time i sit down and play scrabble everyone's like oh jordan's a writer he's gonna win it's like don't you hate that shit i fucking can't stand it because it's like it's like you don't understand like there's so much more to writing than just like being a wordsmith. It's like cra- creating a character, crafting a story, crafting or crafting a narrative. All the shit that we talk about on this podcast, right? Not to mention, I will Google a word in a heartbeat. Oh hell yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. So and then and then so what you've done is you've then put put on pressure. You set an expectation, and then when I undoubtedly don't meet that expectation, because like, oh, you must be a terrible writer. Yeah, they're like, no, I'm not going to read any of your stuff, buddy. And it's like, fuck, I didn't want to come here, Chad. What the fuck? <laughs> So, like the way I mean, this dude's name is Chad. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, will you play a game that has like word puzzles in it, like Cranium? Have you played Cranium before? I'm assuming that has to do with a head. No, I have not. So, Cranium, Cranium is this basically? Uh, it's a game that has four different kinds of uh, like activities that you can do. One of them is uh, if you pull a yellow square, it's always a word puzzle. It's either like these letters make this or this phrase is this or something like that. Mm-hmm. What's the definition of this? Uh, red is trivia. Green is like acting stuff. Purple is no blue. Blue is like um, creating stuff out of clay or drawing or stuff like that. So it's meant to touch, you know, both sides of the brain. That's why it's called cranium. Uh, I love that game. That was my game in high school. Uh, uh, I had, it was me and we had, uh, me and two other friends, we called ourselves the tripod. Um, and we'd play cranium and we'd be like, we'd have to bring in a fourth person. So the teams are even, and, uh, me and my first college roommate, he and I would always be on team to the point. And, but we could like, you know, you're in high school, you spend all the time with these people. You could basically read each other's minds. Right. So we would just like sweep to the point where we were not allowed to be on each other's team. Oh really? I'm like, listen, y'all just hating. I'm sorry that Separ- we're good. They separate separated you like fucking second graders and shit. Y'all can't fucking Y'all can't fucking y'all can't do good. I'm sorry that you, I'm sorry that y'all suck. Yeah. One that I loved, um, that I played the shit out of was uh, Operation Baby. I love shit like that. Operation you know I mean? was fun. It's like it ain't, and yeah, I guess you can. Would you count that a board game? Maybe, but it's like you know, because you a little buzz and stuff. Try to get that little piece out and everything. Um, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, cool. Well, um, it's been nice. I have, talking I have one other question for you, though. Huh? Would you ever purposefully go to a board game night? 
where there's like a where there's like six options. You don't know what you're going to play beforehand, and you decide as a group when you get there. Is there alcohol? Always. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, again, with 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 people like you, yeah, sure. I mean, if if it's with you know people that I can like you know fucking cut up with and 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 all that kind of stuff, my whole thing is the is the it's like everybody gather around, sit at this. It's just you know here's here's your pieces. We got to read the rules. This is going to take however long. We're going to get pissed off. We're going to lose friends. It's that kind of stuff that is, it never really, it never really jived me. But as long as it's, if, if it were games that like, you know, were very, maybe, maybe games that had like, you know, but I, I I really, I really don't. I think that we would have to be on the same team though. Oh, absolutely. No, the reason I say that is TJ, move my piece for me. No, but no. Oh, oh, wow. It's not. No, listen, this is not why. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. I'll be like, okay. TJ, you No, like TJ, you play for me. I don't know what the fuck's going on. You play this ain't me. no driving Miss Daisy shit. No, no I'm the reason like I'm about that. to <laughs> like that. move your piece for like, you. No, okay. no, 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 no. Okay. I mean, like, like play for me and stuff, you know, because I would. No, no. And that's what on. I'm not. No, no. You got you, your own person with your own fucking shit that you got to fucking deal with. What I meant to say was we got to be on the same team because you know that when I went, there ain't no end of you hearing the end of it. Oh yeah, no, that's true. That's true. You're still you're still jacking me up about fucking trivia last week. Uh, no, that's true. I, I haven't seen that's shit true. about trivia that's last week except for <laughs> except for uh, right now in this moment that yeah. I won. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. so you know, I just I'm I'm completely aware that we would have mm-hmm. to be on the same team, not because you wouldn't have a fun time, but the second yeah. that I won, I'd be like, oh, oh my God, Jordan. Oh my! Are you are you hurting from that beating? Yeah, I know. Like, does I know. it is, is it painful? That's exactly. I can hear. I can hear it now. Like, get, get of them course all you out. can hear it. I'm it saying it. You like, would, what you mean? You, you would, can hear it. You no, got I can ears, hear you. I can hear you. I can hear. You, I can hear you calling me up at like eight o'clock in the morning, and be like, I just wanted to hear what a bitch sounded like. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone You're just like, assume, man, fuck you. Everyone's gonna assume that I'm actually an asshole. I'm an asshole in the moment. I'll admit it. But then here's the thing. I'd be like, let me go ahead and get you your drink. As a gracious winner, I'll go ahead and get you your next beer. Sure, I'll, sure. I would do that for a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a, mm-hmm. just a scotch. Yeah. Just a scotch. Yeah. So we would have to be on the same team because yeah. I want you to still like me when we're when it's over. Yeah. Because I mean, I'll tell you, I talk shit. I talk that shit. Mm-hmm. And when I lose, I'm like, you know what? It's okay. It's okay. You got to win yeah. something because yeah. you got that small dick. You know, I'm <laughs> saying <laughs> oh man well it's been fun going down this uh trek with you man yeah board games are you know i guess depending on who you're asking they're they're cool um they're always cool yeah so uh cool well i think now it's time for us to go get our beverages it is time for us to get our beverages come back and talk about this jumanji Two Robin Williams movies really, really close together this season. I, I, I don't hate that. Um, hey, you know, it's time we start to dabble. Yep, you're right. All right. Well, unless you are driving, running away from a vengeful hunter or uh, stampede, uh, feel free to uh, partake and join us. And when we come back, we'll talk all things Jumanji. Jumanji. Okay, bye. Welcome back, everybody. Hope you 
Jumanji. Hope your um. I feel like this episode is like really loose, and that's okay. That's all. Yeah. I feel like it's fine. Uh, it's for Jumanji, Jumanji, baby, we got it. Oh, look at us! Oh, pitch poke your me a coke, Jordan. What are you drinking tonight? Uh, I have uh, this is from Whetstone Brewery uh, in Cedar Park. This is a Long Gone Blonde. Uh, which is also the nickname of Bonnie Hunt's Don't character in this movie. We're going to do some bullshit. Like so, that. Uh, what, what do you got? You know, um, last time that we were together, I had a Blake's Hard Cider Strawberry Lemonade. I think you yeah. remember. If you don't remember, I'm reminding you. No, last time I didn't. I had that, that Peanutty Mountain thing. That's right. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Uh, this time I have a Blake's Hard Cider blueberry lemonade um yeah i'll tell you right now they both go down smooth but also the strawberry is better but this one is rocking at 6.5 percent so you know mm-hmm. your boy's here for it mm-hmm. awesome awesome he's here for it on this summer evening yes <laughs> <laughs> june manji is off to a great start with that 6.5 Oh, yeah. um, and the drink before was 4.7. So. Oh, man. Hey, that's math I can't do, but good luck to you. All right. So um, Jumanji is a 1995 film uh, directed by Joe Johnston. Joe Johnston also would go on to direct um, the Captain America movie, the first one. Okay. The original Avenger. The first Avenger, I mean. Yeah, whichever whichever one that was. No, that's um, the name of the first film, Captain America, the first Avenger. Yeah. Thanks. You don't uh, know that? No, I'm, I I do know that, but I just I don't know. I just call it the Captain America movie. I have a question for you, real quick, about Jumanji. Was that where was this film made? <laughs> it was made uh, in a in a in a house uh, in uh, uh, Pennsylvania, wasn't it? I don't know where were they? Somewhere somewhere in New England. It's an American movie, though. I'll tell you. There that. we go. There we uh, go. Yeah. <laughs> So you fucking asshole. Uh, anyway, so, uh, as you said, it's based off of the off of a children's book that I didn't even know existed. Um, and then it then the movie came out, and then and then the game came out. So I think there was a lot of back and forth. I remember when I was a kid, I didn't see this in the theater. This was absolutely a daycare movie for me. Um, and there's a lot of like urban legends around like the game. I remember hearing about the game Jumanji and how like the game came first and then the movie. And of course, you know, they were all lying about it. Did you see this in the theater? Uh, I don't remember. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it stars, uh, Robin Williams, uh, Kirsten Dunst, uh, David Allen Greer, who will always hold a special place in my heart because of blank man. He's um, so good. Yeah. He always he says this line in Blank Man when he's like, "Bring your goofy ass on," and yeah. I just I, I the way he says that I don't know, it, it, it's one of those lines that always runs in my head. Uh, Bonnie Hunt uh, and a John and Jonathan Hyde. Uh, its budget was sixty five million. That's American monies, uh, and its box office returns was two hundred sixty two point eight million. Also. And American Monies, um, the tenth highest grossing film of '95. Uh, oh, I honestly so. didn't know what to think going into watching this again. It had been so long since I've seen. It. I forgot so many things. I honestly, you're gonna, you're gonna. This is embarrassing, but I forgot that Robin Williams was sucked into the game and then came out. For some reason, really? I had it in my head. Yeah, for some reason, I had it in my head that 
Robin Williams like played the game for the first time and shit happened. Oh, okay. Well, um, you know, I'm I'm super excited to talk about this movie because I have deep feelings <laughs> about the intensity of this film. Deep yeah. feelings. <laughs> um, I mean, the plot. I mean, essentially, the plot's in the tagline, right? It's like, no, you need to you need to go through it because I no, got I'm going to go through it. But I'm just saying, it's essentially about this board game that when you play it, like shit fucking happens. Um, it starts, uh, we pick up in 1869. Um, nice. Uh, and we have, <laughs> these two boys. Yeah, about, I was like, y'all, y'all just wanted to play with the, with the yeah, 1869, 1969. Uh, so there are these two boys, they're burying some chests. They're like, you know, Oi, no one's going to find it and shit like that. Th- <laughs> <laughs> Oi, their, their names, their names are Pip and Pap. And they're like, no, hey. there's, there's a Benjamin, which I was like, of course, old people named him Benjamin, but there was nary an Oi. Okay. There was nary an Oi. Jesus Christ. You're talking funny. That's 6.5. Hitting you. Um, so yeah, they bury this chest, you know, and you're like, I bet the game's in that son of a bitch. Sure enough, it is. Uh, but we don't find that out fully. Until later. So we begin to go from 1869 to 1969. Nice. Uh, nice. We have an Alan Parrish. Uh, Alan Parrish is this little fucking little boy. Lives with uh, lives with his, his mom and dad. Uh, and He's rich. They, oh, it's New Hampshire. New Hampshire is, yeah. is where they're at. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're in New Hampshire. Yeah. And he, Alan Parrish is, you know, he just gets punked all the time by these bullies and stuff. There, there was that one shot of uh, them like fucking with his bike through the window or whatever, and it's like, God damn. Are you okay, TJ? He's drunk right now. I'm not drunk. <laughs> don't lie to these people. Uh, Just because right, I'm tipsy, don't make me drunk. They're two very different things. Where are you? I'm trying to minimize Wait, George's cheating ass window. Oh, I ain't cheating. Trivia ain't started yet. Okay. She, <clears throat> she called you a cheater. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. <laughs> Who's ready? I am. All pick right. me. Pick me. Okay. Well, TJ, you get to go first. Oh, great. <laughs> On set, Robin Williams kept everybody laughing with his impressions. Which impression was a favorite for co-star Kirsten Dunst? Is it A, Jodie Foster in Summersby interviewing for a serving job? B, Jodie Foster in Nell ordering at a drive-thru? Jesus fuck. Or C, Jodie Foster in Silence of the Lambs talking to the bank teller? Okay, Kirsten Dunst was young then. Yeah. I don't want to say something. Don't, don't fucking yeah me. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> to be uh, fair, I'm, at whatever age she was, I'm sure like I had seen Silence of the Lambs. True. I just want to assume that she wasn't fucked up like the rest of us yet. <laughs> um, okay. I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to say Silence of the Lambs. It, it was Jodie Foster and Nell ordering at a drive-thru. There's no way I could have got that. <laughs> Uh, be proud of yourself. George. Yes. In the gun store where we see Van Pelt purchasing his new guns, we also hear the national anthem from Mexico. But when the film was released in Mexico, the national anthem was removed. True or false? It was removed because the studio wouldn't pay the royalties for Mexico. 
uh, in the U.S. territories, the song is public domain. Uh, I'm going to say true. False. Hmm. It was removed because there is a Mexican law that prevents the song from being used as a mockery or for financial gain. Hmm. I wonder if we have that same. No, we ain't got that. You know that. Don't lie. No, you've got to go down that road. Don't go down that road. TJ. Mm-hmm. This movie was nominated for 11 awards across all the award shows. But how okay. many did it win? A, four, B, seven, or C, two. I'm going to go with two. And four. Damn. <laughs> I don't got shit going for me today. George. Yeah. Lies, lies, lies. Get out. Uh, the, the clerk in the gun shop tells Van Pelt that the ammo for his gun hasn't been available since 1903. However, he clearly doesn't know his ammo history. What year was that ammo actually discontinued? A, 1967, B, 1949, or C, 1930? What was the ammo? I have some fucking ammo that came out in like the late 1800s. Well, well, he was using. Know. He was using. It looked like a, a mix between a bearing automatic rifle, but it wasn't automatic. Yeah, Jordan would get this question. Go and ahead. Had, and had the other, I, I would need. I would oh, honestly. I would need mm-hmm. to know. Okay. Well, let me let me find. No, Cam, don't give no, me no, all no, that. Just, no, just ask your question. I'm. Gonna, I'm still. Gonna, I did ask the control. question. Oh, oh. But yeah, but it's oh, like oh, keep oh, keep the question oh, at what it is. I was um, gonna say like he don't get no phone a friend. Yeah. No. No. Don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Uh, what were the years again? 19... 1967, okay. 1949, or 1930. It did come out in like the late... I'm going to say 1967. 1949. Yeah. Are we batting zero? Do we yeah. both got goose eggs? Okay. Goose eggs. TJ, mm-hmm. just look at all these animals in this movie. Kind of. None of them were really there. Not that right. we couldn't tell from the sick 1995 CGI. Mm-hmm. The wild animals not really being there is on brand for New Hampshire, where the film is set, because true or false, they are one of the few states to not have a traditional zoo. True. That is true. They have some petting zoos and like a wildlife center, uh, but no like zoo. My ex's family used to live in New Hampshire, so I know a little bit about New Hampshire. Is that like is that like a proud we no. ain't got a zoo? No, no. You know, TJ was that, like, I want to go to the zoo. And they're like, we don't have one. He's like, this place no. sucks. Well, they, they're they so close to Boston that they everyone just goes to Boston. They are and, so, like, weirdly and close Aust- to Boston. And, and also, at one point in time, they were like, hey, you want to move to New Hampshire? And I was like, New Hampshire is where fun goes to die. No, uh, New Hampshire is where you live free or die. They're that's, also the first. They're also the first. That New Hampshire? That's New Hampshire? That's New Hampshire. Uh-huh. New Hampshire is also the first state to uh, cast their um, their votes in any presidential election. Huh. New Hampshire is like the poor man's Vermont. Mm. Yes, because Vermont is gorgeous. New Hampshire's it's there. Yeah. Although, you know, I wouldn't say no to it, I guess. I would. I have. <laughs> George. Yeah. The word Jumanji is Zulu. What does it translate to? Ooh. A. Many perils. B. Jungle fight or C many effects. It better not be jungle fight. I swear to God. Uh, many perils. Eh, many effects. Uh-huh. Killing it. Hey, 
Hey, I have a point and you have none. I'm yep. sorry, that was rude. <laughs> yeah, but but accurate. TJ is at one. <laughs> you know why I love your wife? You know why I love your wife? She sugarcoats not nothing. Girl, you on my team for always. <laughs> Who is ready for all the Mavis's? I am ready for this Mavis's question. All right. Okay. Closest without going over. They sold the actual Jumanji board from the movie on eBay. How much did it sell for? And I'll no. go to TJ first because he's in the lead. No, I absolutely hate this. Uh, $87,000. Jord. I'm going to say, oh, damn. Right? It hurts. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say 100000 Okay. Well, you're both over. TJ. Uh, 30000 George. 46000 Okay. TJ, you said thirty. Yes. It goes to Jord. It's no! 6,800. No. And the streak is over. Yeah, hey, TJ. Yeah, hey, TJ. Yeah. How's it feel? <laughs> you, know, you know, it feels like... It feels like I'm friends with the winner. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, uh, you saw how hard that was for me to say. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you you gulped harder than you did that beer. Where you're just like, <laughs> you know, no matter who. What's wins, the alcohol? What's the alcohol? What's the, the ABV on your pride? <laughs> oh my Jesus god! Christ. No matter mm. who wins or loses, you know what? How drunk are you on the truth? I'm still mm. having fun. Yeah, yeah. TJ, play me mm-hmm. out. <laughs> You know, there is one thing that Kim failed to do that I asked her specifically to do for this episode. What? She was supposed to come into this episode with who has the most wins this season. Oh, that's right. Uh, Next time. It's fine. It's fine. I hope she hears this. Mm -hmm. No, she didn't. She's already. I'm talking about like later. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, when she listens to the episode. All right. Hey. Listen to this. All right. Oh, don't, don't, she, all right, this is how this works. <laughs> hey, you know what that I, is? Hey, you know what, what this is? Listen, that's the sound of me putting my foot down. Oh, all right. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Ain't nobody scared of you. So, uh, evidently, well, Alan, Alan Parrish would be scared of me because he's scared of us about everything. Uh, he, he is. He is. Um, a little rich kid. Uh, and no, no, he, he, yeah, he, so he gets bullied, bullied by these kids and stuff. And that's that scene where they're like fucking with his bike. Um, like he's already in the house and they're like, we're going to tip your bike over and we're going to smash it and all that kind of stuff. Uh, long story short, uh, Alan's dad is a, the shoemaker in 1969 Paris shoes. It's basically like the, 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 the biggest, what is it? Like it, it's, it's like the biggest business in, in town and shit. Right. And the, the, uh, the idea is that like they are on the verge of possibly being the next Nike sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so, uh, and Alan and his dad, they kind of have a bit of an adversarial relationship in that his dad's like, you need to face your problems like a man and shit. Don't be scared of these kids and stuff like that. Um, there's a, there's a mishap at the, at the factory. There's this new prototype, uh, that, uh, uh, uh Carl Bentley, uh, young Carl Bentley, 
Uh, he, he, he has this new prototype of the shoe that, that he made himself and stuff like that. Um, and it's he shows it to Alan. Yeah. He, he shows it to Alan and then Alan, like this place, he puts it in a machine or something like that. Basically fucks everything up. Like the machine goes haywire. Um, and Carl takes the blame for it. And because of that, he gets fired. Uh, and it's one of the things that like happens in a movie where like, I'm sure this will come back around in some kind of way. But honestly, like I didn't really care that much. Anyway, um, it's inconsequential. Yeah, all this stuff is just basically setting up Alan and his father's relationship, Um, and it it results in um, the uh, uh, Alan he gets uh, beat up by these bullies and stuff, and they take his bike. Um, And after this, he hears drum beats. And this is the first issue I have with the movie. Yeah. Lay it on me. How the hell, in what world, in what universe, is a kid going to walk onto an active, I repeat, active construction site? No hard hat, no nothing, and not a single adult. I counted. Mm -hmm. Motherfucker passes at least 20 of them. Don't nobody say, why are you here? What do you want? Hey, kid, be careful. They're probably no, like, this hey, that's dangerous. that parish boy. His daddy owns this town. He can walk wherever the fuck he wants. <laughs> no, nah, but the foreman would still be like, I'm not, you know, the last thing yeah. that you want is the is for the owner's kid to get injured on your job site. Yeah. I was like, where yeah. the fuck is everybody? Why? I don't know. Speak up. Maybe, maybe one of them tried to stop him, but the other one was like, hey, man, the movie's Then nobody happen. tried to stop not nobody. Yeah. Then nobody tried to stop not nobody. No, I'm saying one of them tried to stop him, but the other one held, a, held him back. He's like, hey, man, the movie's got to happen. Can, we can only go by what was in the film, sir. So, yeah, I don't know. So he, 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 he walks on this. It turns into a Final Destination moment for a second, but no one dies. No, don't. Uh, no, don't. Why are you lying to me? He gets this. He, he, find, he finds the chest. Shocker. Right. Um, uh, and he opens the chest and there's a fucking board game inside of it. And I'd be like, really? You know, uh, it's, and it's then one person. My favorite thing is one person looks out like, what is he doing? And he's like, I guess I should run now. Yeah. I was like, yeah. boy, if you don't. No one wants your busted ass board game kit. Right. Uh, and so, <laughs> uh, so he goes home. Alan, Alan Parrish goes home and him and his dad get another argument because daddy's like, hey, you're going to go to the sporting school. It's where all the parish men have gone. You're going to learn to be a man and shit. And Alan's like, fuck you, dad. And dad's like, fuck you, son. <laughs> and like, they leave. Um, I mean, and, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, and then we have uh, Sarah. Uh, who 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 is Alan's friend? Sarah brings back the bicycle that was stolen from Alan, and and she's like, "Oh, I told them to fucking leave you alone and stuff like that." And Alan's like, "Hey, you want to come inside to play a board game?" And she's like, "Well, I was hoping, you know, that you know don't, we could <laughs> we could do a little do bit of necking, but I'll I'll play a board game, whatever." So she want to try to do all that. So, but so maybe the, I yeah. saw it in her eyes. <laughs> it's like you know, yeah, like hey, you know, no Netflix and chill. You want a board game and. Bone, bone. Yeah. Sorry, it's a thing. So, it had to be said. He's like, he's like, he's like, hey, you want to come play a board game? She's like, sure, you know. And and then uh, so they turn on this game. We're not turning on the game. They fucking unfold it. And dude, like, it is the most boring ass looking board game. I said this at the top of the episode. It it's the most boring ass looking board games ever. And and it has this giant black circle in the center, blackish green, whatever the fuck. 
and like just these spaces all around it and and it, the board looks cool and like the pieces look cool but it's like if i was sarah i'd be like ain't you got fucking jenga up in here like, what the fuck man 1969 get your shit together why are we over how what, are you gonna keep score with an abacus alan parish like i know your parents are rich you know what I mean? Like, what are we doing? Fuck! I know you got a trampoline in the back. You have to remember, this is a game from a hundred years before. Okay, so like, they, they if don't give the, a shit about the time tra- context. That's no, that's but the, they, the aesthetic is not going to be modern, sir. That's that's like you going over to a buddy's house and they're like, "Hey, you want to play? You want, uh, let, let's play with your X Men action figures." Like, nah, let's play with my grandmother's fucking old ass porcelain, creepy ass dolls and stuff. People like do that. it. People do it anyway. Um, <laughs> you're like whatever. Yeah. So the the so that but that big circle in the center is like this crystal ball kind of thing. And basically, the way a game works is you roll the die or the dice. Sorry, because there's two of them. You roll the dice and you move a place. And then when you when you move to a place, well, then the center circle fucking says something. Whatever it says, fucking happens. And this results in Alan getting sucked into the board game right in front of Sarah's eyes. And then bats coming out of the out of the the, the, the fireplace and uh, swarming Sarah. She then grows up to become uh, the the symbol that Gotham City needs. You're uh, so then, stupid. <laughs> so, <laughs> so stupid. Uh, uh, and then um, she runs out and she's all freaked out and shit like that. Um, and then we fade up uh, twenty six years. Uh, later we have two new kids uh we have and this is another thing i i i for some reason watching this whole first segment with with young alan i was like is this like what where's robin williams though this first segment does take a minute it takes a minute it it does take a while um i was honestly kind of reserved to watch this with the kids um and and obviously i'll share their their take on it later just because one, I hadn't seen it in a while. Um, live action at with my kids' age, it's kind of tricky right now. Like your live mm-hmm. action movies got to be like jumping. You know what I mean from from the get go, or else they just they lose interest really quick. Um, so I was kind of I was kind of questioning. Hey, uh, remember that. we talked about that this this movie lives in that world of like nineties opulence. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we fade up 26 years later. We have uh, uh, little Judy and Peter uh, are now moving into the, the new parish home. They are uh, recently orphaned um, like their parents just died and they're not like crying. They're fucking sociopaths. Uh, and then uh, they the, have oh their, my God. <laughs> their aunt Nora. Um, uh, their parents died on a, on a, they didn't, it's like, Oh, my parents uh, did you, your parents in skiing? Oh yeah. So they died in a ski trip. No, they died in a car accident on the way to the ski trip, you know? So it's pretty tragic. Um, and then Nora, uh, is, uh, is their aunt. Did it ever say TJ, if she was, if she was, she was, the, she was daddy's she was, sister, she was dad. She was the dad's sister. Okay. So daddy's sister says, is, yeah. My late brother is what she says. Mm, mm. I remember, I bet as a kid, I was like late brother. I was like, well, that motherfucker needs to get a watch. Um, so, no, so, no, so, no, I hate you right so, now. I shit you not like little me, you know, like little Jordan. When someone said like, you're that. like, where yeah, the fuck like, are they? Oh, where the fuck? You know? So, um, hurry the fuck up. Yeah. I'm hand, I'm handling all, I'm handling all my late brother's affairs. Well, give him some time to get here. Shit. 
Is that what happens when they don't pick up the kids on time? Oh, uh, you know what? They're mine now. Shit. Is that why your parents were always rushing to be like, I'm so sorry I'm late. Someone going to take you away no. from me. Yeah. I guarantee you if I ever associated – if I associated late with dead – you know what I mean? My parents are like, oh, we're late. I'll be like, fucking no. You know, uh, you know. <laughs> don't be dead. Yeah. <laughs> don't be dead, dad. Uh, daddy, yes. don't be dead. Don't be yeah. a dead daddy. Yeah. Don't be. <laughs> so, <laughs> he's a dead beat. You mean a late beat? Um, anyway. Oh. So, yeah. um, <clears throat> they die in a car accident. I think I said that already. Uh, yeah, so Nora is uh, is daddy's sister, uh, and she's sort of you know taking around. They have this this realtor and shit like that. He's like, oh yeah, and the parish place is really big and stuff, way bigger than than you need. Don't leave these kids by themselves, even though you're gonna fucking do it anyway. She's starting maybe, a she's starting an, uh, a B and B. Whatever. Um, this is all stupid. So um, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> uh, they. Um, they end up hearing uh, uh, the drum beats of the game. Cause remember, right? Like the game just, I mean, 26 years, you know what I mean? Who, who knows that? But also it's like, what happens if you are mama and, and daddy parish and you come home and we, we find out honestly what happens with daddy parish, but like you come home and it's like kids gone, you know, there, there's at least like one bat left over flying around. There's this board game here, you know, and shit like that. Like, I guess that they just like fold it up and put it, and on a shelf or something they, they put it in the attic which i would have uh at some point in time burned it i don't know i would i would have burned it i would have been like this reminds me of my child who i lost mm. like i, I would go if if i were daddy parish i would have been like hey while we wait you want to play this game and then like would have finished the game out but and here's maybe- the thing this is what i wonder if the game reacts to like because it only calls out to children Right. So I wonder if you could play it as an adult, if you didn't start it as a kid, mm, maybe. Yeah. No, that game drives a white fan. So, um, we have <laughs> <Jesus> Christ <laughs> with no windows. Yeah. So, so the kids hear that bum, 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 bum. And they go up in the attic and it's all fucked up in there. And, 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 uh, and, and they find the game and then they start playing it. Cause I guess that's what kids See, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even be a fucking. Uh, if if I was a kid in this movie, the movie wouldn't even happen. So, like, hey, you want to play a board game? Like, Fuck no, no, we supposed shit. to, we supposed to be going to school. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, they, so they start playing to be in school. So they start playing, and these big old mosquitoes. I guess what they were. Oh, oh, the thing is, Alan went back when Alan got sucked in. It's like, hey, motherfucker, go to jail. Do not pass a go until someone rolls five or eight. Yeah, you know. So, um. And then, uh, so they're, they're playing the game. These big old mosquitoes, uh, come out and we have like monkeys and shit. And, and, and essentially a lion comes out. Yeah. All, all, all this crazy shit. And the rule now is that everything will be restored back to the way it was before the game started being played. Once the game is over, Mm -hmm. um, so the rules of this movie are pretty simple. The setup while it takes a little bit to get there, it's simple enough. The, and no pun intended, the game that the movie plays with the audience is, is pretty easy to pick up, you know what I mean? And, and, and everything. So it's, it's, it's almost structured kind of like a horror movie whereby like every single, you know, every single time someone rolls. Kinda. This is a horror movie. (laughs) This is the, I'm so glad that you mentioned that because this movie, 
the fuck? There's <laughs> so much. There's so much happening, it's, and it's all dangerous. Yeah, it's it, it's pretty scary. Like, so we have so basically, we know like kids roll the die, the dice, and every time they roll something, some bad shit happens. What ends up happening is we have like the giant mosquitoes, like I said, these giant mosquitoes, right? Like sound like fucking you know helicopters and shit. And then we have those fucking weird looking looking monkeys. Uh, they end up bringing back like robin williams comes out and he looks all fucking like encino man like he has like the beard and like the long hair he's been living in the game for 26 years he has um, been yes I, th- I i thought this was a pretty good turn for robin williams this is 95 so he already established himself that as as a pretty decent a- enough action star with hook um so we kind of got to know the different levels of robin williams um i thought I don't know. I, I I thought this was a really good outing uh, for, I, I, for him. I, I think it played to all of his strengths. It was uh, it was over the top at some points, and then it was yeah. super grounded, but it was also super heartfelt. But then he still had room to just be funny. Him and the fact that like they created a character that hadn't lost their sense of humor after being stuck in the jungle for twenty six years, I think is really kind of great. Yeah. Uh, because I think that lesser writers would have just made him fucking harsh and mean and hearted. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's all, it's all fun. You know, they bring out a lion and, and Robin Williams fucking fights this lion. Here's the thing, dude. I liked the way they did the lion. The lion was scary. Like my kids got like legit scared with this lion. Well, half CGI, half animatronic. Obviously. Yeah, the animatronic stuff, like, dude, that stuff still holds up for me, you know? And animatronics like, always hold up. Yeah. And so it was, it was pretty impressive looking. So they have this line, you know, roaming around the house and stuff like that. Um, and then, um, uh, so we have Alan, he like, he, like I say, he's all like covered in this like jungle armor, I guess that he fashioned, uh, himself and stuff like that. I mean, he's seen some shit, right? Uh, so he ends up like shaving himself and he recognizes where he's at. He's like, Oh, this is my old home and stuff. And see, this is that stuff. And Robin Williams plays this shit really well. It's like, I've been gone for so long and now I'm back. Something about his expressive ass eyes, you know, his beautiful ass eyes. I don't know. Something about the way he, he, he does this stuff really well. Like, Oh, I haven't seen this in so long. There's this like childlike wonder with this dude that I, that I think really sells this moment for me. And he's kind of going around looking at all his, all of his old shit. He looks at the the shirt that he was wearing when he got his fucking ass handed to him, you know, and it's got like the that blood broke on my it. heart a little bit. Yeah. And, and, and so he, he goes and he trims all the stuff and he shaves and everything. Oh, there's that funny moment where he sees the toilet and it's like, Oh, thank God, no more banana leaves and stuff. I thought like, oh, that's yeah. pretty funny. Uh, he goes in there and he shaves and, and, uh, and he comes out and stuff and, um, he ends up, uh, uh, meeting Carl, who's now like a police officer and shit like that. Um, I, I, I like David Allen Greer in this movie. Granted, the majority of, well, not the majority, damn near all of his shit was like, hey, react to this shit in a funny way, you know? Like, crazy yeah, it's, here's the thing the B plot is so B plot that, yeah. like, it almost doesn't feel, it feels like padding as opposed to an additional plot. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, I, it was, it was fun. There was that moment. I mean, this is a bit, a bit of a future spoiler. I don't know if, if I'll actually get to this when, when I'm talking about plot. But there was that really funny moment where Robin Williams and David Allen Greer are in the cop car driving. And, like, he's, oh, yeah. he's handcuffed. David Allen Greer is. And he's like, look, you know, I don't know. It, it's like, I, I bet the two of them had a really good time on set together. Um, 
And I mean, I, I, but I also think that I think that David Allen Greer's presence speaks to the uh, problem that this movie could have easily fallen into is the fact that there's a lot of intense shit happening. Mm-hmm. Like, let's be real. There are things yeah. actively trying to murder children <laughs> oh, in this yeah. movie. And so they needed something that was going to counteract that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so David Allen Greer's uh uh, segments, while they are dangerous, they all have a sense of fun and whimsy and like uh, ridiculousness. And I mm-hmm. think that that is absolutely necessary in a movie where you know um, mosquitoes can kill you. So yeah, yeah. Anything with like bugs and uh, it reminds me of uh, the mist. You remember the movie The Mist? Oh yes, those giant ass fucking mosquito things on the. Um. So yeah. And okay, so this is a part, TJ, I really like coming up. I really dug the realization that, oh, fuck. Like, uh, I think Kirsten Dunst tries to roll or something, and like, it won't work. And, and, and Robert Williams realizes he's like, oh, shit. Like, you need, we, we need Sarah. We, like, y'all are finishing our game. Like, it's only going to respond to her role and shit. And so, they go and they find Sarah, uh, who, as my beer suggests, is a long gone blonde. Um, <laughs> she she is holed up in her room. She's a she's a hermit. You know, um, I thought Bonnie Hunt, Bonnie Hunt and Robin Williams, like, man, they they really played off of each other. Well, um, I, I liked them in this movie together. Uh, Bonnie Hunt's been been uh, uh you know, ever since that incident, because and then they 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 play with it too, where they like kind of have this sort of grief off with each other. They're like, "I've been stuck in a game for twenty six years. I'm by myself." You know, and she's like, "I've been by myself too. No one fucking believed me. I was labeled like the town loon and stuff like that." She says, "I've done over two thousand hours of therapy yeah. to to erase what you know, yeah, to yeah. to erase what I know happened." Yeah, it was crazy, man. And like they fucking straight up kidnap her, and they're like, "You got to finish playing this game and stuff." And she's like, "No, I don't want to." She's like, "I don't give a fuck," because movie. And so they Pretty they much. take her, and and she and she has that moment. She's she's back. She she's dragged back to the Paris mansion, and she's like, you know, calling the her therapist on the phone. And she's like, "Hey, remember that thing that you said never happened?" Well. It turns out I might have confronted with it, right? Yeah, yeah. I need medication and shit like that. But anyway, she ends up she ends up playing the game and stuff. Um, and uh, after a not a lengthy but not too lengthy like persuasive scene, um, you know, it, it wasn't quick enough. But it also, it, sorry, it wasn't too quick. But it also wasn't like too long where we dragged the pacing in the movie. Nineties opulence, yeah. And so she ends up rolling, and uh, and it releases these like fucked up plants the, like these big old vines come out and there's like the purple ones that shoot uh, Poison uh poisonous barbs and there's that big old yellow one it looks like a butthole with teeth but it's that big old yellow <laughs> one who <laughs> that like fucking eats each and shit like that uh and then we have uh, uh and then uh, kirsten dunst rolls and uh she releases a fucking stampede you know, and the, and the way the shit, like the way the game, it's like the game's an asshole, dude. The, the board game Jumanji is a fucking asshole. It's like, it is, it I'm going to deliver you some bad news, but I'm going to do it in a slow, whimsical way that rhymes. It's life like, a, it's like a suck, Houston chopped and screwed What? Right. <laughs> it's like, life will suck. I hope you die. Yeah. Yeah. It's like so slow. And the rhyme is so simple. 
You know what I mean? It's like it's like the things like Autumn came down. Here come the stood. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> right? It's well, just you, like you're here talking like you're on some lean. You better yeah. quit. You better quit. <laughs> it's just it's like in the land of this, you know, whatever. And they're reading like reading it out loud, and the game's like, I'm gonna put you letter by letter, word by word, you know? And then by the time you're finished reading this, it's already, it's already fucking here and stuff like that. This game is a smug piece of shit. Um, and so this big old stampede happens. We're talking rhinos. We're talking elephants. We're talking uh, 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 striped horses. We're talking fucking, zebras. Can, can, we, can we call them what they are? Yeah, the ones that are on that gum. And then we're talking fucking... Can we, boy, if you don't... <laughs> If you yeah, zebras, motherfucker, zebra. If you don't put some we're respect talking, on the name, we're t- <laughs> shit. Zebra didn't come up here abstract for you to just disrespect them. I'd be zebra like, didn't show up. I'd be today. like, hey, your gum sucks. You know, zebra no, didn't show up today looking fine, just for you Fruit to be st- like, fuck you. <laughs> Fruit strike gum is good for like for like five seconds. Like I know, no, I have some in the little bowl by yeah. by my door, so that way I'd be like, can I get a burst of flavor between here and the car? I know. <laughs> Well, that's why we go to like a dollar store and I always buy like the, the pack of five for a dollar and I'll eat that bitch all, you know, when we leave. By the time you get home, yeah. it's all gone. And Kim's like, what the fuck? I'm like, that's how you fruit stripe, baby. This ain't no gum. You sit there and chew. You just get that blast and you spit it out and you get another one. It's about quick, fast and in a hurry. Uh-huh. All right. Um, and so, yeah, basically the town is now like, like town's now fucked. Right. And and it's like fucking uh, people are rioting. People are lo- not rioting. They're not rioting. They're looting. Sorry, people are looting uh, uh, everywhere. Um, and you know, uh, Carl is trying trying to keep it all together. It's like every single time we see Carl, this is another you know game that the movie's playing. Every time we see Carl, like something worse happens to him, to his car, to his whatever. He's just trying to trying to keep all this shit together. Mm-hmm. Oh, before this, we do find out uh, uh, Alan goes to pair of shoes the factory to go see his parents and there's like some homeless guy living there who like has this place set up really nice it's like oh wow you have like shelves and electricity and like a dog and and you know all that kind of stuff and basically we learn that Can't blame him yeah basically we learn that um uh sam parish alan's dad when alan went missing he like spent everything he had to try and find him uh, and, you know, essentially, you know, brought the family into ruin and stuff like that. So and then he's like, do you still see him? And he's like, yeah, I see him every, you know, they're on whatever street or whatever. And it's clearly it's it's a like, cemetery. Yeah. So they go and he's looking at the gravestone and shit like that. So it's a sad one. And that's another thing that Robin Williams sells really well, you know, and all that is in a pretty, pretty tight span. So it's like, man, he's running the gamut of, of, of emotion here. And it's really great. Um, so, yeah, we have the stampede and shit like that. Uh, we have uh, a pelican as part of the stampede who comes out and like fucking just steals the game and flies off. A single um, pelican. Yeah. All you need is one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it ends up. Peter ends up ends up taking it, uh, but then uh, Alan gets arrested uh, by Carl because um, Carl's like, "Hey, you're you know fucking suspicious character and shit like that." Uh, and then we have. Uh, they're still trying to play the games, so trying to get everything done. Peter uh, tries to cheat his role. Uh, and then he starts turning into a monkey. Um, so apparently, if you cheat in Jumanji, is it you turn into a monkey, or do you think Peter just 
got monkey handed to him. I think that uh, I think that there's probably like a wild chance of like whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think that he got monkey because they were like, <laughs> you know, it'd be really cool if we showed up our makeup uh, if we showed off our makeup skills. Mm-hmm. It made this little boy into a monkey. Yeah, so <laughs> little boy into a monk. Yeah, so into a monk. So did that. Um, and then we have the introduction. It's around this point, maybe a little before this, but uh, we have Van Pelt. Um, so uh, this Alan, okay. This is when I was like, "Fuck this movie." This movie is actually terrifying. Yeah, it's pretty scary. So uh, Alan, there's a grown ass man with an automatic weapon trying to shoot people. Yeah. Um, so this is. Uh, okay, so was this before the stampede? Or I know it's it's before Alan gets arrested, so I jumped ahead a little bit. I can't remember if it's before the stampede, or I think it might be before the stampede. Yeah, where he when when Alan releases the hunter, releases Van Pelt with his role. I think he releases him after the stampede. Okay, yeah, maybe yeah. This y'all just know that every single time someone rolls, some fucked up shit happens. So like, I can't remember when exactly it, it was, but at one point Alan does roll and like. He fucking springs up, right? Like, like he, like he fucking, you know, forgot something. He busts through the doors, papa. Yeah, and 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 they're like, man, what's up? And and like Alan, Alan has beef with this fool, right? Like, like you know, like they, they know each other and shit. Remember, Alan like knows the rules of the game and stuff, so he can yep. kind of help him out. But yeah, Van Pelt fucking kicks open the door and stuff, and he's got this weapon that apparently they stopped making the ammo for in 1949, and uh, and and. <laughs> <laughs> he starts the movie lied to us. So as soon as he started blasting, right? So he just he just he just starts fucking shooting the place up and stuff and on and so on. So Van Pelt is now right. So the stakes now and raised. Van Pelt is is in the mix and Van Pelt is played by, uh, um, it's played by this uh, 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 Jonathan Hyde, the same guy who plays uh, Samuel Parrish. So so Alan Parrish's dad. So right there, I mean the kids probably aren't going to pick up on it, but like right there, the adults are like, Oh, it's like the same relationship. It's adversarial relationship and father, like son and shit like yeah. that. So kind of adds that nice contextual layer to this whole Hunter moment. Also um, saves money on casting. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah. So like I say, everyone's looting in the town. Everything's all, all fucked up and shit like that. Um, <clears throat> Van Pelt ends up stealing the game because movie, it's like he had to, you know, what Van Pelt, Van Pelt doesn't want them to finish the game. He's like, if you finish the game, I fucking go back. You know, I shot up all my ammo. So I go to this gun store. Look at this badass gun I have right now that has like a drum magazine and a wicked. I was like, sc- can we not this- give him? Yeah. And he's just, and he's just running around the street and shit like that. Uh, you know, just That's trying New to Hampshire. I'm kidding. <laughs> That's that NH. Um, and, but they end up going to this and he takes, so he steals the game and he goes to a department store, I guess to what? Sell it, leave it. He goes to the department store to trap. What's his face to, to trap Alan. That's all. Is that what it it's is? Just, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I was like, he's what? like, he'll show up. That's all. But it's also fun. like, dude, shoot the fucking game. Like what? Like he won't shoot the game because he's in the like. If he breaks the game, he'll probably go back in. You think? That's yes. yeah. That's true. That's the ultimate game over. You know what yeah. I mean? You should have just broken and- this shit. Uh, anyway, um, so they're at this department store. Apparently, this department store is like has like all departments in it. This store sells everything. So save a lot. Yeah. 
Um, and they end up, uh, we have now Alan and Carl sort of connect on this whole thing. And then, uh, Alan one ups Carl and handcuffs him to the car and runs back. But then they get in the car, they're being chased and all that kind of shit. So Alan and Carl end up coming to the department store. They, everyone converges. So they end up thwarting Van Pelt by tipping over a bunch of paint on him. Like he should have died. Shelf. That was a hard hit, man. Like <laughs> he should have died. I've been hit with one paint can and that shit hurt. And, like, I can't imagine being hit with as many paint cans as he been hit with and uh, and, and still and still going. It's a, it's a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, they go back to the mansion, and uh, this mansion looks fucked, right? Like, there's, like, vines everywhere. Uh, there's still, like, the line creeping around uh, and all this kind of shit. Now, we've got to keep playing the game. It's like, did y'all have to go back here? Couldn't y'all have gone to like a fucking, I don't know. I guess everything's fucked everywhere, but I mean, surely like this is, this is like, you know, this is ground zero right here. Like you have to come back here. They keep rolling. Like a monsoon happens. Um, the, there's like a crocodile and shit like that. Uh, and then, uh, Robin Williams fucking wrestles this crocodile. Uh, and then we have, um, there's like the floor turns to quicksand and Robin Williams fucking sinks into quicksand and then Bonnie Hunt comes and fucking saves him. And then we have, of course, this wouldn't be a movie about just scary jungle shit if there wasn't fucking spiders. So all these fucking spiders come out and the stuff floor like spiders. That. Yeah, it's, it's so this is it's it's fucking bananas, there's so much happening. Dude. There's yeah. so much happening at this point. Yeah. So much. There's so many dangers that I was like, oh, this is actually terrifying. Yeah, it is fucking crazy. And then at one point, we have um, Van Pelt, of course, shows back up because why not? Uh, he's covered in paint now. And he's like, I'm going to fucking kill you and shit. And so he fucking he, he shoots. Or no, he doesn't shoot yet, but he, ha- he has Alan at gunpoint. And Alan's standing there and he drops the dice and, and lets him win the game. And you see his piece move. And, and he's like, you have any last words? And Alan's like, Jumanji credits no he says says jumanji and then he wins the game and everything gets sucked back into the game and stuff and then um you think that it's like okay we can now we're back here and stuff but no man since this is that first game they're playing this takes them all the way back to 1969 nice nice and uh and there uh we have a young alan and a young sarah uh but they still have the the memories right of, of of what happened and shit so Sarah and Alan, of course, they kiss, and and then we have uh, fade up to to an alternate version of of the twenty six years later. They're at a Christmas party. Sarah's pregnant. Uh, pair of shoes is still operational. Carl has his jog back job back because Alan fucking you know cor- Told course corrected all that shit. Yeah, um, and uh, they hired uh, uh, Peter and Judy's parents. And this moment I thought was really funny. Like Robin Williams is dressed up as Santa Claus and, uh, and, uh, fucking, uh, Peter, uh, Peter and Judy walk in and there's this moment of like, Hey, we know you, but like, we can't fucking say it, you know, and shit like that. And then, uh, Peter's parents come in and they're like, when can you start and stuff? And they're like, Oh, well, we're going on a ski trip. And they're like, no <laughs> stuff. And they're like, we need you to, you know, fucking you know, start next week and stuff. And he's like, Oh, okay. I guess I won't go on this trip, you know, and stuff. Like that will that. kill me. Yeah. 
and then that's that that's pretty much that and then we have uh sort of a little teaser at the end we have these two girls walking in the sand for reasons and then they hear the drums and then the camera rotates down and we see uh anji uh uh poking out of the sand so and that's essentially jumanji it's because the cycle never ends yeah yeah um what do you think of this movie tj boy this movie's scary this movie is yeah. terrifying. Like, I was like, there's actually a man with a automatic weapon roaming around the town shooting at people. There's actually things that, like, at one point in time, Judy just gets hit in the net with these poison. I was like, these things are, yep. it's not, nothing safe. No one is safe. And I feel unsafe by because I know that they are not safe. And it met, man. I was like, how was I just like, this movie is fun. How how was that a thing that I enjoyed? It, it also brought up in me the notion of, and I think that this is a lot of '90s families films, and and what we're finding is that again, who's this movie for? Right. It's not for it's, it's not. This is a teenager and uh, an adult film. Let's be honest. Like I think that the 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 proper age for this is probably like ten and up, eleven and up. But still, even at 10, some of these things in this movie could just scare you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's pretty freaky deaky, man. Um, so we started this uh, at night and uh, it's also it's, so it's an hour and 44 minutes. So like it is kind of long. Yeah. And so we we started this uh, pretty late and then, uh, you know, my boy had to go to bed and stuff. But so like my kids were into it um, and then uh, we finished it. Uh, the following morning and made bedtime pretty quick. Cause I was like, go to bed or fucking Van Pelt's going to get you. Um, really? I no, I didn't fucking say that. Um, so and then we finished it uh, the next morning and, and they kind of knew my, my daughter was really into it. Um, but yeah, they you could tell they were kind of getting, getting a little freaked out. Um, just because, yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, the lion is fucking freaky. At point, like you see the line come out of like the shadows in the hallway, and like you see its eyes and like its mouth and stuff. So that that's kind of freaky. And then like you know, if 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 anyone has any sort of fear of spiders, I mean that that whole spider, the way they shoot that, it's like you see the the silhouette of the spider coming down behind Kirsten Dunst and stuff. So yeah, I mean it's 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 pretty freaky. But I'll say like. I kind of dug it, man. Like I, 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 I didn't really know what to think going into this, but like we all had a good time watching it. I mean, solid, like I say, solid, solid performance uh, from Robin Williams. I think a uh, really neat idea. Kirsten and, Dunst was so good as a child. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. She was. And again, just the formula, like, you know, you roll, it's there, no, no, you know, it, it, it's amazing to me that it, took as long as it did for like the film universe to be as like well known as it is right now um mm, mm-hmm. you know i i mean i guess what because the, they they had the animated tv series i don't know back then like if you got a movie and then you got an animated tv series to follow you were doing something right yeah i think but i also think that the film universe is a is a relatively new invention if it's not built into the plan like star Wars, they, you know, George Lucas right. knew it was going to be a universe, but I think that 
this was also again '90s opulence. These movies were relatively expensive to make, yeah. uh, and if you're if you're talking about a film universe in the '90s, there's no way you can have a movie start with Robin Williams and not continue with having Robin Williams in it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And they closed the loop on that circle, right? Which is why the next movie they made was Zathura and not like a Jumanji two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm excited to watch Zathura and 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 the other two because I haven't seen them. I mean this right. this one I saw like a while back. You know, I didn't really remember anything from it. I haven't seen any, any of these other ones, so I'm excited to to, to what, what would, you know. What would you rate this one, man? Uh, I'm man. I feel like I've been rating things pretty high lately, um, but uh, man, I'm going to give this seven and a half. Uh, 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 two feet buttholes out of out of ten. Um, <laughs> two feet it was fun, holes. man. It was it was it was a lot of fun. I, I do agree that 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 it's a it's a little spooky. Um, I, I don't know. If it's just, it's it's just it's like it's terror. Yeah, it's, it's it's like whoa, you know, like yeah. So it's not like 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 a spooky like a horror film. Like ooh, you know, go. It's like yeah, it's it's you know, Van Pelt is a is a pretty freaky cat stuff. So yeah, seven 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 and a half. Out of, out, of, out of 10 for me really solid i i, I think you know it's a good it, it's it's well worth the rental um you know check it out with the family and stuff what about you yeah i'm gonna give this even though it was super intense i think that the fact that this movie still felt intense even with 1995 graphics and all this other stuff right. is a testament to the pace of the movie ultimately once the once the movie's in the meat of it it goes and it goes and it goes and it goes and it keeps ramping up the uh the tension and the stakes uh so i'm going to give it uh eight monkeys driving by on a cop motorcycle out of ten all right cool so so, you know i'm right around there with you i think that it is definitely worth the rental i think that it is robin williams like in his prime i think it's really good acting i think kirsten dunst is so good in this yeah uh, the only there's one part where i was like oh obviously the director was like oh yeah just ad lib some stuff here about how jack is great but like <laughs> i was like um, i just don't like scenes like that in right. general um but other than that i thought that this was knocked it out to park yeah very yeah. good solid kickoff to june manji it is a solid kickoff to june manji and everybody this was this was Jumanji ninety five mm-hmm. Jumanji. Uh, we we want to thank you so much for joining us this week as we go on down the old memory lane before we knock into some newer things in the Jumanji universe. Uh, you know, um, if you guys want to reach out to us, which I know that you do, you can hit us up on all our social media, which is located in the show notes right below where you are listening to this podcast. We also ask that you please, please, please rate us wherever you listen to podcasts. Five stars, great. Four stars or below. I mean, four stars, great. Three or below. Why don't you go ahead, roll that dice, get sucked into that jungle for 26 years. We'll just close up the game. We just won't open it again because that's where and you belong with three we'll and take, below. We'll take one die away so no one can ever roll. Yeah, you don't, we don't need that sort of negativity in our lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you just need to have fun. Play a board game. Play a legacy game. <laughs> just to upset Jordan. Knowing that you're tearing up cards. Don't play Jenga. Don't play Jenga. Don't play Jenga. But play Jenga. Jenga. Oh, is that Jenga making drum noises now? <laughs> yeah. uh, as always, if you uh, want to get in touch with us, please shoot us a, an uh, email at grownmanwks at gmail.com. You can hit us up on the Twitter, the Instagram, and the Facebook. 
Uh, also, don't forget that you can leave a message by clicking leave a message and the in the show notes, which will take you to our anchor page where you can hit leave a voicemail. You can speak into a microphone. Then your beautiful voice will get transmitted electronically to us and we will be able to listen to it and we get super excited. Uh, also, I hope that you guys are ready for a fantastic month of more Jumanji content. I can't wait till we get to the, to the rock. It's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. We got Kevin Hart. We got Jack Black. We got some good stuff mm-hmm. coming. But first, we got to get through Zathra and not get through it. I've seen it. I, but we'll, 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 we'll get there. Um, as we roll into our summer months and as we are, Jordan, pushing on a year doing this podcast. That's crazy, man. That's we want to we wanna tell all of y'all, please, 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 as the world opens up, please take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Stay crispy. <laughs> Stay crispy, y'all. And we will catch y'all here next time george i have a question for you what's up if i got sucked into a board game Mm -hmm. would you save me of course what what kind of fucking question is that i mean if there was bats and shit flying out you would you wouldn't just be like this is no bats no what about that lion though i mean Yeah, and yeah, no, nah, yeah, no, nah, I, 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 I would, I, I would, I would rather, I would rather have a meaningful death than a meaningless life. I don't ever want to be like, you know, oh, I'm, the, I'm the cat who ran away from, from it. I didn't like, you know, face it head on and shit like that. Well, folks, you heard it here. Jordan's better than me. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, oh, I got bats. Oh, a lion though. Nah, I'd be man, like, ooh. Sorry. What happens sorry, when man. we burn this thing? Yeah. What happens? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, I don't know. I, I think I think if 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 they're like, yeah, you can save your friend. All you got to do is play this game. You're like, oh, I got this. Don't worry about. Here's it. the thing that I never understood about this movie, <laughs> and I think everyone else will agree with me as we fade out. Just keep rolling. Just keep rolling as fast as you possibly can. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was one thing I wanted to talk about. It's like, what did I get? Don't even let the game finish its sentence. Next. Interrupt that motherfucker. Next. Next, next, next. Let's get the. We would have been done with this shit in 15 minutes. Puff, puff, pass, bet. You know what I mean? I mean, roll the bones, roll the bones. Grown men watch kid shit is a Moon Street Media podcast. Intro and outro music was created by MPC. We are proud members of the Outlet Productions Podcast Network. Want to find us online? Check out our social media links in the show notes.